Previously on AFTN. Can you put that Toblerone down, sir? My oh, if this is a massive Toblerone, <laughs> no, that'd be ironic. I don't like Toblerone. <laughs> okay, I got to take back and put and it says ho 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 on it. Going back to my Christmas Christmas party days. <laughs> the can boxes I, I had to actually uh, manufacture. Oh, oh. Can I just so, yeah, oh. rip it. What do you want? Just keep opening it. Ooh. You had to manufacture the box. Right? Yeah, yeah, so you can, I, if you open the top, you can actually rip it out or like take it out from okay. the top. I'm really intrigued. I have no idea what this is. I feel that I'm possibly going to Lord of the Rings territory. Oh, close. Oh! Yeah, you it's like it? Negan's bat. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, this is super. Lucille. Oh, but I go home and wake my wife up with this. <laughs> I know I did in the last episode, but that was just me on my own. Now I have friends. It was a great episode. Thank you. I, I, I've said this to you before. I, sometimes I wonder why you allow Steve and I to be a part of this. It's you so, know, sometimes it, I wonder it, that as well. It's so good when, like, you're, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you very much. It was qual- it's quality. You are listening to the AFT and Soccer Show on CITR Radio, 101.9 FM, broadcasting from the unceded Musqueam Territory at the University of Beautiful. British Columbia. And if you're listening to this show in the podcast, this is episode 317. I am Michael McCall. I'm Steve Pander. And I'm Zachary Adam Eisenhower. And if after listening to the introduction there, you are wondering, uh, six. That is my kill count so far with Negan's Bat. (laughs) In my dreams, which I do have some very dark dreams. Uh, Has it come back yet or not yet? The Walking Dead? My dreams? Oh, no, I don't think it's back till February. They got the whispers coming up in it too. Yeah, they made their debut just towards the end oh, of they? this uh, mid-season finale. So it's kind yes. of like a cliffhanger kind yeah. of thing? Yeah. I haven't read the comics, so I didn't know anything about it. Well, My wife had, and she was stunned that I guessed what was going on. She's like, what? They're the very scary, very deranged people. Mm. I, I like folk like that. Hence, the answer to Zach's question, why I have you two on the show. How was your, your Christmas and festive period? Was it as quiet as the Whitecaps? Uh, it was quiet, but I'm still like recovering from it. Like it's very tiring. I, I can't wait till the kids go back to school <laughs> tomorrow. Yes, tomorrow. <laughs> I'll wake up and there won't be any worries about like noises coming from anywhere in the house. Yeah, I'll be wake up tomorrow. There'll be no kids in the house either, <laughs> thanks to Negan's bat. Oh man, uh, no, it was great for me. 
Worshipping Jesus, hanging out with family, hanging out with friends. It was good. Eating chocolate? Uh, did I have? I ate way too oh, much. Oh, I had a little, very little bit, yeah. Because the job I have when I'm not doing all the AFTN stuff, I work with two other people. We get a lot of gifts at the Christmas period of chocolate. Oh, and it's just... A- One of them is allergic to chocolate, kind of like Steve. Mm. The other one doesn't eat chocolate, so I got to take all the chocolate home. As you may be able to tell, Which I is ate why you, a lot of the chocolate. Why you're wearing the rugby? Yeah, I'm wearing a baggy jersey. shirt yeah. to to cover my big chocolate belly that I have. What is it? It's rugby. No, it's, it, it's kind of like a rugby shirt, but it's yeah. a football shirt. Yeah. It's a it's Goal Soul. It's a Sheffield based company that sell lots of football gifts. Oh. Check them out. Talking of football gifts, did anyone get any football related gifts? No. Is that because my presents didn't arrive from China? <laughs> I thought you said you ate them. No, you said I ate them. I ha- your presents still haven't arrived, so I've take- I've done something drastic. Well, no, I heard that the Canada Post actually told everybody that was international, don't send your stuff yet, we're not ready for it. And they yes. basically, they haven't even opened anything that was sent for like months. I, I got some stuff. Yeah, um, but that was for me, so that was okay. Well, yeah, but, so, but like packages, packages. You were not about open that. Well, <laughs> one of my main presents that Caitlin had bought for me hasn't arrived because it's coming with your your two gifts. Oh. But I've done something drastic. Did I've you ordered order your, your new gifts. Did you order our gifts? So, yeah. So how's Caitlin's gift to you? You ordered your own. I gift ordered from my Caitlin. own gift. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So does this mean we're getting two gifts from you? No. Oh, because because you're eating the other one. W- <laughs> the gift that I had for you and Steve are similar. But like you and Steve, different colours. So I thought, I, I liked I liked it, and I thought I might keep it for myself. So now I get a chance to keep it for myself. But it matched something, a hat that I've ordered for myself. That's all I'm going to say. We, we were going to be like triplets. This, this, so is, this beard, is a beard cosy? This is why I don't get you football-related gifts, because yeah. you get yourself everything anyway, so there's no point in me getting it. Well, anyway. so now... Hey, we had matching tops last year. We did. Yeah, I like, know, I liked your top, so I bought myself one. So now I've ordered two new gifts. I'm pleased to say so only one of them is coming from China. So we're expecting June. <laughs> he looked maybe? at me. That's Zach's. <laughs> Steve, yours is coming from the States. Ooh. So yours should be here soon. Do we want to do gifts now? Should we do this right now? Okay. Yeah, because Zach, Zach has brought his gifts. Along. I brought my gifts today. Okay, so. I'm through the spider. Why, why not yeah. kick off a show by opening presents? Yeah. I, I hope you don't have this already. I hope this isn't what I've ordered him from the States. No, this is not what you've ordered him from the States. Oh, I can't even open these. That's, oh, there it is. Do you, you oh, don't have it, do you? I do. No! <laughs> no, you see there. <laughs> it's a Marvel Code Names, which is something I would buy myself. Uh, buy, but no, I bought it for the kids ages a while ago. I can That's honestly okay. say if you've got me one, I don't have that. Well, you could just swap. You could just swap. I don't, I don't, even, know, not, I don't even know what this is. You can't swap all of this. This is, quite, oh, okay. this is actually quite hard. There's like some really like yes. far out characters in there. It's I'm a very so good hoping game. this but is thank you. <laughs> thank you for the thought. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. It's hard for me to buy stuff. We, I tend to, uh, like he buys stuff for himself for football related. I buy stuff, a lot of this stuff for myself. So you could swap. You could swap this. Oh, awesome! It's a wait, box wait, wait, with a snowman. Before you it. open this, before you open this. Oh, that's, that's not would, my gift. Would you take this? No, as he's a gift? not going to take this. Would you no, play this? I don't even know what it is. Oh, he's not going to take it. I'll take it. And <laughs> it's a it's a board game related to no, Marvel. It's, it's not a board game. Oh, well, it's, it's a, not. It's a it is a game type. I will happily take that. And then it's a game take using it back words. And get a credit in a shop. Oh, I it's like those. So let me open this because. I actually like tins and boxes, as you may have seen from my tweet when I tweeted out that I bought myself a big giant Jaffa cake tin. Anyway, let's see. This is exciting. Oh, do you have that? No, okay. never even. And it's chocolate. 
Yes. <laughs> some chocolate in there. I don't know what this is, but it looks interesting. So I went with themes. So last year I did Lego. Mm. This year was games. Oh, Sushi Go. Oh, I, was, I have uh, that as well. Yeah, it's Sushi Go, the pick and pass <laughs> card game. This is actually a very fun game. You would enjoy you, and it. And you can play just you and Caitlin. But you, no, you need I about love four playing people. just with Caitlin. Sometimes uh, if I get like if you, you if you had four people it'd be really enjoyable. Oh, it would. It would. <laughs> I've tried to to get her to to do that, but she likes it when it's just me and her. Well, there you go. And Hershey's mint kisses. And there's and one. There's I'm one. I'm thinking this could be a chocolate Jesus. Oh, it's a snowman. No, it's, <laughs> so not, it's a Santa. It's not, yeah. The snowman was on the front. Thank you. Steve, is there anything you don't? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll, I'll get. I'll, yeah. I we'll guarantee that neither of you will have what I've ordered. Well, I oh, don't no. think Zach will, but... Is it, a, is it a knockoff flounder kit from China? Anyway. Um, <laughs> Let's get to the show. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so Speaking us, of flounder. Tweet us what any football gifts that you had. I mean, did you guys get any football gifts? No, no, oh. I don't think so. I bought myself some. Uh, I got a couple of comic books. I got a comic book. Oh, no, we didn't. But I've got two football-related comic books, which if they're good, I'm going to get Steve for next year. So that's why I haven't <laughs> tweeted out what they are yet. And I'll bring mine along just to show are I have Are you talking about the Roy of the Rogers? The no, no. One? Roy of the Rovers. Roy of the Rovers. No, this is proper comic book stuff. Trust me, you'd like them. Um, I, yeah, got lots of books. Daniel Gray, two books I've been wanting for a while. I basically ordered all this and said to Caitlin, I've ordered my Christmas, thanks very much. That's kind of what I have to do, because she can't buy from me, because, like Steve... I have everything. Apart from a sex robot, but she didn't want to buy that. Let's get on with this show. New Year. It's a time for New Year's resolutions. We're going to come to what New Year's resolutions the Whitecaps have, might have in part two, but did any of you make any resolutions for this year? I hope to get into enough good enough shape to play in the media match. Oh, oh that's a so good one. So it's a long-term one. Yes, yeah, a good long-term yeah. one. I didn't make any. I need a new spine or back to do that, but <laughs> yeah. fingers crossed... <laughs> Yeah, I didn't really make any of this. My New Year's resolution for this year is to make a New Year's resolution for next year. But I'd made that resolution last year <laughs> and I didn't broke. for this year, so I've already broke it. So I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't really believe in them. You could break the space-time continuum if what, you keep what do you doing mean, What do you mean when you say you don't believe in them? What does that mean to you? It's not a, it's not a thing where it's a faith thing or like you, have to, like you have to believe in it. I, I don't see the point of doing oh, it. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, is right. that better? Okay. I was going to go off on a weird tangent okay. and possibly by, by the way, some of our audience. By somewhere. the way, this resolution I have for the media match, this is like two years old as oh, well. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> I've been trying for the last few years. My resolution, I'm going to make one now. We're going to start the show. Good. I think everyone listening at home is probably going to want to, to know about that. We're going to kick things off uh, with the Whitecaps news of the week. Now that that's covered, uh, <laughs> moving on to the MLS news of the week. We are going to talk Whitecaps. Well, there in, are in some two. former Whitecaps. Yes, there's Whitecaps yeah. related. Yes. Jordan Much is available on a free. Looks like he's going to Nottingham Forest, oh. which is actually quite a good move for him. But yeah, it may have been a quiet time in Whitecaps land, but throughout the rest of MLS, there's been little additions and there's been things happening here and there. We do want to start, though, by paying our condolences to Ziggy Schmidt. We haven't covered that yet, didn't tweet anything out about that, but sad to see Ziggy go, relatively young at 65. He'd gone into hospital before Christmas, and when I was talking to Zach about this, Zach didn't even know he'd gone into hospital. And no, I hadn't heard of it It didn't either. sound good at the time, because it did seem to be heart-related, so you kind of, you, you feared the worst, and then it's just very sad news coming out. Was it Christmas Day that he died, or was it just before? 
Because it kind of came out Christmas Day, Boxing Day. So Yeah, it was in and around there. But I mean, what he did in MLS, what he did with the Sounders, what he did with the Galaxy was just, I mean, fantastic achievements. What he did with the Sounders was fantastic. And he, and, didn't he coach the crew as well? Didn't he? Yeah, I mean. He, I think he won a title with the crew. Storied he? career. He might have been a rival, but you have to acknowledge what he had done in, in the world of MLS. And yeah, no, as, as much as uh, as much as I didn't appreciate the the team that he was a part of, obviously uh, for uh, one of the, uh, perhaps his most significant era, or it was, he was in Seattle for a long time. Yeah, and um, the American is Zach like to refer to him. <laughs> No, I didn't. Um, but I no, I appreciate I appreciated him uh, and his perspectives on the on the on the game. Like, he's, like it was, was always fun to chat to. Yeah, him. I mean, that, we we didn't chat to him a lot over the years, but when we did, he was open, honest. Yeah, and when I listened to other things you know, that he would say, I appreciated his perspective on the game. And I, I think I, t- I tweeted this out in around his passing. But like, yeah, he's he's German, and he's from this little place in Germany that I've I've been to that I have friends from. And so whenever he would, you know, walk in front of our section at the stadium, I would say something about his hometown in a positive way. And, uh, yeah, he would stop or pause and look over and say something. Or when he was in a rush, he would give a thumbs up. And, no, like, he was, yeah. Yeah, he won He won the – like, I, I, I thought he won something with the crew. He did win the MLS, MLS Cup. Cup 2008, yeah. man. Yeah, 2008. He won a number of uh, U.S. Open Cups with Seattle. Uh, obviously, they didn't win the MLS Cup with him. Uh, but uh, he, he basically brought uh, Seattle from no uh, as expansion team and mm. uh, and kept them competitive right off the bat. Which they I mean, might, we may which ha- they might hate Seattle on the show, but RIPs again. It's going to be interesting to see what the the fans do for the, the yeah. first home match. Well, and, and, and even well, maybe not in Los Angeles, but yeah, in Seattle and in Columbus. Yeah, because he's held in high regard in I guess L.A. or the early his early days in L.A. He has yeah. yeah. Speaking of MLS Cup, uh, there's going to be a lot more teams going for it in the playoffs. Yes. They've made some overhauls in there. Yeah, that was one of the biggest stories over the last couple of weeks. It's official. We covered the rumours about it, but the the new playoff format is official. Everything will be tied up by the international break in November, which I think is fantastic. Yeah, the the playoffs, basically. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like they switched from writing on napkins to like getting out like a, the the, mes- the restaurant menu that's laminated. Yeah, and using, actually using proper a, stuff. Yeah, like some maybe that, a white erase board. Yeah, well, yeah. So seven, using the menu as that. Yeah, seven teams from each conference will get in. If you win the conference, you actually get a perk. You get a, a first round buy. The only teams to get a first round yes. buy will be the conference winners. Then it's going to be straight single knockouts. Yeah. The the one question I had, and I didn't I didn't ask for confirmation anywhere. It looked like from all the stuff I saw that it's an actual bracket, not a yes. That's not you're not going to get reseeded and y- stuff. Yeah. I don't mind that. I don't mind that either. If you beat a, 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 a you know, the, say the number one seed or number two seed, I I think you should be able to play a lower seed okay. if you need to. I think it's, it works it's, just, well. it's, very, like, it's, it's like that's your perk. Yeah. for for yeah, doing yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. I actually really like it because that's how uh, that's how uh, like darts works in brackets. Oh, okay. Um, and also the thing I like about it, like you said, uh, uh, the top team gets the, uh, you know, you know, the top seed and everything like that. And the big, one of the biggest perks is supporter shield winner can go all the way to the MLS cup without having to travel. Yeah. They play at home every single game. So it's a big advantage. If you come seventh, there's zero chance you play at home, right? No. Yeah. Essentially. 
the only way you would be is if you were. You have to knock out the number one seed. If it was oh, two, yeah. if it was two seven yeah. seven seeds in the, the lowest, finals, if you're the lowest seven, yeah, you're, you're, you're basically you're, on the road yeah. the whole time. So it's gonna it's gonna be tough for us if we make it in. Is what you're saying. Or our season could be over in mid-October. I don't know. They, so we're they, going to have even longer off-season shows to do. In the Yay. past, they've been better on the road anyway, so maybe it was oh, yeah, better maybe, for them. Maybe. Who knows, though, under not, the Not the in MDS the playoffs, era. Though, Steve. No, certainly not in the playoffs. But I, I like it. I think it's been good. It's long overdue, uh, in my opinion. It's, and we'll see how this, see it, how it works. It seems like a sensible move, but the the... The on the other end of the spectrum of this, on the negative side, this is going to be more midweek games. Yes. In although I've heard a few folks say, and I talking to the Whitecats about it, they weren't expecting a lot more midweek games than what they already had. Okay, there's Maybe. going to be more midweek games. There has to yes, be. Yes, but I think you may also find teams then playing. There's not going to be bye weeks. And yeah, there will be bye weeks because there's even teams now International too. dates and stuff right. like that as well. But uh, there will be, you're going to hear it this year. definitely will be. You're going to hear it this year. Yeah. So the biggest concern of, of, of those midweek games, I think, for the health of these organizations is how poor they tend to draw. Yeah. Or how limited you are. Like if you're the Galaxy and you can only have 7,000 oh, yeah. during... During a whatever a college season or college when school's in or whatever, however that works, or whatever, you know, there there will be some negatives to this, but overall, hopefully, it's a positive, positive thing. And well, we still don't have the schedule yet, which for me is a massive disappointment because it should be out by now so yeah. that folk can plan. I, yeah, but you can't be you, surprised with it. I'm not, I'm not surprised. I'm well, just disappointed. It's just yeah. the last couple of years this has happened. Before that, yeah. there was no schedule at all Jan- until like January February. 4th. It came out last year. Yeah. Yeah. It was last year, January yeah. 4th? I oh, checked. wow. So, no, but, but before that, it was usually in oh, February. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. End of January. It was yeah. late January. So it's slightly better, but the season's starting earlier. Folk are wanting to make the travel it's a, plans. It's the first weekend of March, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we don't know what the schedule is going to be. We don't know what midweek dates the you Whitecaps know, are going to have. We know our first opponent. You know the first two. Yeah. Yeah. We, we talked before about, I I worry that to try and get the crowds in, they'll try and make some more of the marquee games, to, to use their terms, as midweek. So we may find ourselves... Playing Seattle or Portland midweek, which is awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It was. I think we talked about this when it happened, but it's crazy. The Whitecaps uh, finally are using the opening game to not play a uh, like a natural rival or natural. I was actually we didn't fully talk about that on yeah. air, but I was surprised by that because I I was pretty <laughs> sure we were going to open against Toronto, someone like that. Yeah, I, they, they've told us in the past that because we said, hey, it's first game of the year. It's your, it should be easy to sell. They've told us in the past it's not easy to sell. Without it being a rival, so it'll be interesting to see how it goes after another not great. To me, the, to me, that not great to me, I know I understand that that's probably what the numbers they have, but uh, to me, it doesn't make sense. You think everybody right. want to get to the first game? That's the whole moment. I I would think that, but that's just they call it I first kick for a reason. Some players were moving about. A few of them with Whitecaps connections. Kai Kamara gave an interview this week to MLSsoccer.com, saying he was shocked to find out that the Caps didn't want him. He had given a lot of energy, helped coach the young players, and he was just surprised by it. Now, are you surprised to read that? Do you believe that he was shocked? Because it depends we, on when. We kind of thought pretty early on. Well, it depends on when he found out about it. If he found out about it in September or October, mm. if he found out early, then yeah, he would be shocked. Again, it, all these things with, with what these players have said, everyone wants to read them from their own perspective. But for Kai to, for someone to quote Kai Kamara saying he's shocked, it makes sense in the sense of 
he was the top scorer on the yeah. team. He contributed to so much of the offense. He helped. He was in, not a locker room disruption. Yeah, he helped in the locker room. He worked hard to, you know, he worked hard in his language of babysitting. You know, yes. he did all this stuff. So in that sense, I think he is right to be shocked that they didn't that yeah. they, didn't, they didn't want him back. I, and to be honest, I, I do think we should have brought him back. Whether he is going to fit in the MDS system, I don't know. Yeah, but. Got a message from him today. Looking forward to seeing him when he comes to Colorado. It's going oh, to be fun. I'm looking forward to chatting with him. I'm sure a lot of people are going to be looking forward to, to chatting with him. Another one of the Whitecaps departures. DP, <laughs> Breck Shea, free agent, has taken his hair and gone to the MLS Cup winners of all teams. That is a good landing spot for Breck. He's, he's <laughs> for, in the heat. Not for Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a good landing spot for Breck. He's in the heat of Atlanta. He's with a good team who seem to look as if they might want to be playing him at left back. Baffling move, though, from Atlanta's side. To I, replace I Garza feel. with Brekshay. Yeah. yeah. Well, we don't know if he, they're replacing. They might have somebody in mind to uh, come in and uh, be ahead. The, the thing they mentioned was, the one thing, the funny thing they mentioned was the leadership in the locker room. That was funny. Mm. Um, the other part they said. From, from Brekshay. Yeah. <laughs> And then the, that's why I said funny. Um, and then the other thing was that they wanted depth for the Champions League kind of stuff. So that's what and they were mentioning. And he did do well with the Caps in the Champions League. If you ignore that horrendous miss against Tigris. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. He, he, and the injury that he got. And yeah. stuff. But that um, aside, he did not bad. But it, uh, like I'm wondering, how much was Frank DeBoer involved in that? Mm. Like... He, was he involved at all? Was he involved at Oh, that guy, he played at Stoke. Like, I've heard of Brett He's the, the pig yeah. head in Stoke. Yeah, let's, yeah. let's bring, like, I, I, it, doesn't make, it doesn't make sense. Brett is one of those surprising players. Like, you read facts about different players, and sometimes players surprise you. And he's one of them, because he's into art and everything. And when he was little, he had a pet armadillo called Dalton. And he's actually got a tattoo off that armadillo, kind of in his, I'm showing in his pubic area, just above there, but... Interesting guy. Yeah, like Breck Shea is a talented footballer, but it's it's never been a question of his talent. It's been a question of the consistent application of his talent. And will that happen in Atlanta? Uh, you know, yeah, time will tell. Like with all things, time will tell. And, you, and you wish wish him the best. Oh, like well, he's he's not, he's a nice he's a nice guy. I, I no, I, I genuinely wish him the best. Um, the, the stuff that happened here was not his fault, or not not it was not his fault. The, the off the field stuff that happened here. Was oh no! Had, yeah, I mean, yeah. you can't blame that no. on the player at all. No. And he did perform up and down. Okay, that's fair. Now another former white cap and a left back, a proper left back, Jordan Harvey. Yeah. he got a new deal with LAFC. So it's, part, it's probably a one-year deal. Yeah. Probably, right? Happy for Jordan. He's happy there. So that's that's good. I was a little worried for him when he, I he was didn't as well. Have, yeah. yeah. Keeping in LA, the Galaxy have a new coach, the forty-five-year-old Argentine Guillermo Schelotto. That's Shalotto. Guillermo Shalotto. Sh- yeah. New Year, you're, you're, same pronunciations. <laughs> it's a good appointment, anyway. Yeah. He, he's won a couple of championships with Bocha Juniors. <laughs> with Boca Juniors. Uh, experienced at international level with Argentina, obviously, as a player. They've got Zlatan back. It's kind of showing that the Galaxy, they are not going to miss the playoffs again this year, you feel. It's going to be a concerted push for them. Well, for the, the concerning thing is that he mentioned that he wanted to really uh, turn up the attack. He wanted to really increase the yeah. attack. The pro- that wasn't their problem last year. The problem was defending. Yes. So it'll yeah. be interesting to see. 
Yeah, call him GBS. That would be easier. GBS. Guillermo Baroschelato. He the, uh, the, is it is it finalized? What's happening with the DeSantos brothers? Not no. not, not not Mark they, and they, not they, Mark and <laughs> Phil. They the, still have the, four the DPs on their books, but the rumors are that Alessandrini is possibly going to Montreal. They've shown interest oh. in him. I would take him here. That would be a a nice little pickup. Yeah, he's been a quality player. I can't see the Galaxy then saying to a team that may be battling you for one of these lower yeah. playoff spots. Yeah, here you go. But uh, are they all not also getting rid of the DeSantos? I don't know. I wouldn't Brothers? be surprised. They probably would be, and then they, they bring in somebody else. Because yeah. they, they need to. Yeah, <laughs> they definitely do. Yeah. Columbus Crew. Yeah. They have, this week it made us wonder why we wanted to save them. Yeah, really. they, they poached a couple of, well, not poached, well, yeah. they poached the one, the GM. Caleb Porter is, is there as head coach, yeah. which with the Akron connection, at some point he was going to probably land in Columbus. And they've got Bez Bath and Beyond. <laughs> Bez Pachinko, I think. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. From TFC. Well, yeah. Well, that's he knows how to win championships. Sadly, no, but it's, he gets okay. He did a lot. He gets of a lot of credit. He gets a lot of credit. Yeah. But the original vision stuff that happened at TFC was Tim Lewicki. Oh yeah. So he, he, I'm not saying he didn't do anything or wasn't like he played a significant role. But I don't know if everything that happened in Toronto happens without Tim Lewicki. Hmm. Who would you think is the Whitecaps equivalent to to Bears Bath and Beyond? You don't want to go down this hole, do you? No. You're, you're <laughs> not not just up, before man. a break. The last thing then before a break, we want to say a big congratulations to a guy that we love a lot here in the show, Pamadou Ka, officially made assistant coach at FC Cincinnati. So that's going to be interesting sideline there. What, we, we're, are we covering, there's one more. Ali G. Oh, yes. Ali G went Signed back to Portugal. Portugal. Yeah, I'll keep an eye not, on not there. Not with Portugal, but. That just happened announced today, right, or something? Or? Yes. Yeah. I'm sure we'll all be trying to keep an eye on him. Anyway, we'll be back with some Whitecaps chat now, after this. Hi, I'm Mark Dos Santos, and you're listening to the AFTN Soccer Show. Welcome back. It is all quiet on the Western Front. Well, the Whitecaps Front anyway. Not quite here in the studio. You're listening to the AFT and Soccer Show on CITR Radio, 101.9 FM. So it is, has been quiet in Whitecaps land. The Christmas Day announcement of a signed player <laughs> that I had a hunch was going to go on. My hunch was terrible. I've been a, a posture person, so I'm, I'm better now. <laughs> Easy there. That was, that was reac- us fixing Michael's posture. That was a reaction I've not had for a while. Oh, let, let's see. Let's see if Zach can guess what this is. <laughs> that- mic drop. Oh, oh. my God. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really hurt my knees. I was right there? Yeah, why yeah. did you do that so dramatically? <laughs> yeah, that was really... I was gonna- it was for everyone watching at home. <laughs> did, we not, did we not get the camera set up this week? Crap. We- I-, I thought you were doing like... <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, man. You didn't need to be so dramatic. I really, really landed hard on both my knees. You could sit down. You could pretend it's... Pretend, pretend it's... Pretend it's headlines. Headlines. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, uh, I thought you were doing... A, it looked like a 2012 Camilo impersonation, actually, for a second. 
So there is the, we, there is some news coming out of Whitecaps world. Oh, oh there, there is. And we're going to break some transfer gossip in this part. So stay tuned for that. I'll keep teasing you along. <laughs> the draft is coming up on Friday. Yeah, MDS is there right now probably. Yeah, the, they've been at the, the Combine. The Caps right now don't have a first round pick or a third round pick. We do have a second round pick, which is thirty fifth overall. Well, I think they only. And do... I think you know that, like top thirty five <laughs> players are all quality the, in that the, super draft. They only do two rounds in the first. Yeah, anyways. it's just yeah. two, yeah. two this week, and then I think we're eighty third or something in the fourth round. Yeah, there's, there's a lot. There's of still a fourth in round. Depth. Yeah. A lot of people pass on those. I was going to say, yeah. that's the RSL. But while they don't have a pick, they can buy a pick. Yes. Um, it I, costs about 200000 for a top or, five. Or a trade for Effie Barres. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and then uh, like six through like 10 is like 150 and then you and then it's so it, it decreases and so on and so on. So they can trade for a draft pick if they like somebody. If MD, MDS likes True. somebody on the, you see somebody I, on the pitch. Today. Okay, actually, I'll I'll do the breaking news now. The Caps are going to be trading Effie Juarez for a super draft pick. We now have the ninety sixth pick in the MLS super draft this year. So the, hey, the fifth round. It's a new fifth round. Zach's just staring at me because he's not sure if I'm being serious or not. You're not. No. Yeah. I don't see the point of MDS going down there and wasting all his time with all this and even bothering going for the second round if you're not going to maybe consider making a move. Well, I don't think they're going to dismiss no, it. But thing, gotta, things happen at, yes. at these things, uh, so you've got to be there. And what, what happens at the MLS Super Draft stays at the MLS Super Draft, the, the other thing as is, do a lot of our picks over the yeah. years. <laughs> the, the other thing is, is not you're not only going for the draft, but you're going to talk to yeah. other coaches. This is a area of time oh, yeah. to connect and everything, make trades and everything. Other, that don't Very true. But there are some players you like. Yeah. One I, player in particular. I haven't haven't taken a lot of interest in the draft, but a guy that I really genuinely would want us to maybe make a play for, some of the drafts have him going about 12, 12 to 15, 16. He's a striker, played his college football with Florida International University. He's a proper centre forward, Santiago Patino. He played with the Sounders under-23s in PDL, watched him a lot this season, and he is impressive. Nine goals and three assists in their 14 matches. With Seattle. With Seattle. Yeah. He comes from good football and stock. His dad was a Colombian international. So a Colombian a, and a flounder. He was a keeper. I knew. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think this guy would be a keeper as well. There is some Canadian content too, though. There, there's, there's a lot, and, and I'm surprised that I, the, the, I like when I saw his name, Callum Montgomery. What we're talking about here, yeah. a former Highlander. Yeah. I expected another guy I've watched in PDL. I did not expect him to be so highly rated. No, having watched him in PDL for the last two seasons, neither did I, because <laughs> I don't see it. He made the, the PDL All League team, on a Highlanders defense that was terrible, and TSS Rovers put seven goals past them. So that's not a quality defence. Maybe you missed With all respect to TSS Rovers. And from speaking to some coaches in our PDL region, they're very surprised that his stock is held so high. I think it's one of those things. He's at UNC Charlotte. So it's he's, a, a, he's a domestic. Yeah, he yeah. Qu- qualifies as a domestic yeah. as well. Maybe he didn't have a good PDL, but maybe his college... Because he wasn't... He, he must have. Because he wasn't uh, touted before the season started. Top Drawer Soccer had him as one of the highly rated PDL Pre-season? guys. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, he did. He has had eleven goals and seven assists in his college career. So for a defender, seventy three matches. Right? Yeah. For a defender, that's not a bad output. Yeah. I just genuinely didn't see anything in PDL that made me think, oh, this is the guy you want to to make a play for. Of course, now watch him end up at the Whitecaps. No, the thing is, a lot of these uh, uh, these kind of players, they, the the coaches are looking for certain things, and they're looking for things that can be corrected. If the thing can be corrected, then they'll go for it. If he has that raw talent, he can also know. play midfield. Yeah. So he's a, he's a fullback. He can play both wings. He can play midfield. Yeah. So he's a bit versatile as well. But then but he's not the only Canadian. No, there's a couple uh, of really exciting Canadians. Two generation Adidas signings, which is very surprising yeah. for Canadians. Uh, Tejon uh, Buchanan uh, from Syracuse. He's from Ontario. Um, he had like eight goals in about I can't I think it was fourteen games. Um, he's basically a winger, uh, but I think this year they had him uh, playing more in the middle as a striker. He's about six foot, um, uh, um, six foot tall. So I think he, he he's more, well, probably when he comes to first MLS he'll be a, a winger. No, he's got enough speed. No relation to Kadisha? I don't think so. Not that I know of. Um, and then uh, the other one is a, a keeper, Dane St. Clair. Um, uh, he actually led Maryland uh, uh, in the in the NCAA tournament to a championship, uh, allowed no goals in the tournament. Um, so he's uh, he, they have him rated around 11, anywhere from 5 to 15 or something like that. But right around 11 is average. Yeah. So those two guys are going to be high up there. Goalkeeper for the Caps. Wouldn't be something we'd be interested. A winger, maybe, depending. Yeah. Of course, Generation Adidas does make him more likely to go. Santiago Patino that I was talking about, Stephen and we were talking about this on the phone. For me, he's a pure centre-forward. Yeah. Like kind of a dying breed, almost. And, like, Steve made a good point. That isn't probably the kind of centre-forward that Martin DeSantis no. is going to be wanting. Or he would have brought Kai Kamara back yeah. while you're right. He could, though, be a good person to have on the bench and maybe bring off the bench. But very inexperienced, I'd still maybe rather have someone like Ricketts maybe come in and, and fill that role. But like a guy like uh, uh, Buchanan is probably fits more the mold of what he's looking for mm. in a striker. Like a little bit, like a guy that can play in the wing and can play in the middle. You got Ricketts on the squad for next year? Oh, I thought I thought you meant because of my poor health and lifestyle. But yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see Ricketts here. A couple of more local, a couple more local connections that could go anywhere in the first to second round. Um, um, one we got uh, from SFU, Mamadi, uh, Mamadi Kamara. Yeah. Um, yeah. He also won't from, go in the top two rounds. No, no, from Montreal. He, he, yeah, probably he's more of a third or fourth round. But then Alex Comsia, um, yes. the former Whitecap Resident player. Who someone Who's was asking a- why we don't have his homegrown rights because he didn't want us to have no our he went rights he went to France he to, to play Nantes, what, I think. Yeah, yeah to the play in their academy uh, I don't even think it was a thing that he w- didn't want the Whitecaps to have his rights I think it was more better that he wanted to he b- wanted to do a better opportunity in um, France and then I don't know how he got into back into university because you think that I know you signed a I th- maybe you didn't sign a pro contract maybe it was an academy pro well, contract or Gloria Amanda went down and, and played for Oregon State yeah so and I don't he know. was with WFC too so it's weird it's weird that, I mean yeah. I spoke to guys at SFU they said yeah he won't be eligible I'm sure if if Alex is drafted by the Whitecaps he'll come and play for them oh he I would yeah, yeah he's not going to be like, and he's uh, someone we could definitely pick up in the second round yeah uh, will he be that far down. No, he was rated mid mid second uh, round. Mid, no, mid first, first round, round. Yeah, like okay. like uh, kind of late. But I thought I heard. I thought I heard no, his name higher initially. Initially, but then all the generation Adidas yeah, contracts came in, in, and that might have pushed push him down. Him and over. of course, there's a whole nonsense of the combine where you stick all these players that's never seen each other in their life, and then you have a bad game, and then your stock drops. Yeah, exactly. And if you're Canadian as well, like poor old Callum Irving, 
Although yeah. there is different rules now if you've come through academies and stuff. Wait, so Kamsia, is he a domestic on American teams? Do we know? That I don't know. Cause that, I have a hunch he might be, though. Yeah, because I think yeah. his age and the time he spent would be good for him. I I, I, I really appreciate his, his fa- him and his, his family. They're always good. Yeah, his good. dad was his always dad was good great fun to talk to, talk to the residency and, games. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I, I wish, real him, character. wish him well, and I hope he, whether it's here or overseas again, I hope he gets a – I'm looking forward to the next part of his yeah. career. Well, no matter what happens on, on Friday in the draft, we should be guaranteed at least one new player in the squad from our, our second round pick. So, yay, a new player. You, okay, you, uh, you sent me a text. I, I didn't ask you if you're being sarcastic. Are you, uh, it's, it's January 6th. Are you really a little surprised? Was your text sarcastic about? Uh, I'm I'm not surprised. I was expecting them to maybe make some announcements this week just to kind of calm the fans down a little bit. You, you do have the problem, well, not it's not a problem. The MLS international transfer window doesn't open until February 7th. So the players that you're adding just now are like free agents from wherever. Yeah. Like Andy Rose, for example, or MLS guys that you've traded for. So you can't, you can't you, transfer you, someone in. Yeah. But that's the weird, but okay, but those, those windows are, the, those, uh, so certain countries' windows will be closed in February. Yeah, but ours is open, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, so matter. we could okay. forget it. We just, okay. we just okay. wouldn't be able yeah. to sell to those countries. Yeah. Okay. And you could get a deal done and announce it beforehand, or right. the deals are likely to be done. Because you the can sake. announce a deal any time oh, yeah. with the players in the last six months of his contract. Exactly. Which you, you – yeah. And I know there's been a bit of panic that there's been no additions, especially with a week tomorrow is when the training camp opens. We can at least get a five-a-side game, so I mean that'll be some good scrimmages to watch. But you have to think if the transfer window doesn't open until February seventh, that's a good thing because it maybe actually means that for once we're not just looking for free agents. We might pay transfer fees and get a decent player, or is that just wishful thinking? Say no. that again. Wait, say it one more time. No, no, he's saying that you're not desperate just to we're, fill we're in the roster. We're not just desperately filling a roster with free agents. We're actually maybe going to wait until we have to pay some money to actually get a guy. And there are sometimes when the windows close in other uh, leagues, they're sometimes desperate to offload people, yeah. and you get better deals. Right. I, well, they there's no doubt they have to spend money on a transfer. Like yeah. they, they absolutely. Well, you say there's no doubt. You, you hope there's no doubt. No, they, but with the they, white caps, you they, do worry. If they do not spend money on a transfer be, be, between now and first kick, <laughs> I know that'll be crazy. That's why and I you, think and it's you, good and you, not to fill it and, all up. And you like. can't say, oh, it's, you know, we got to wait till the summer. They have to spend money on someone in this yep. window. They absolutely have to. Well, they need to add some starters for, for certain. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, we talked about five that. Five to six. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, here, here's our big news. I know where Greg Anderson oh, right. is heading. Right. He has flights booked to the UAE and to Korea. So I heard that a couple of days ago. Because as in addition to your other job, you're also a, 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 a ticket hacker, agent? A, yeah, a hacker of ticket agents. No, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so my, my work for travelaftn.com, <laughs> which I was surprised that Greg booked through us, but I mean, he's, he's very trusting. He, he likes to go with folk that he knows. Did he, did he read the fine <laughs> <laughs> He missed a bit that says, uh, any bookings are subject to being talked about on the AFTN soccer show. So, but you got him a good deal. Yeah, but we did. Admittedly, it's five stopovers, but 
It fit his budget, and that was the main thing. <laughs> oh, Michael. And he was happy oh. to sit on the wing, <clears throat> literally <laughs> on the wing. He strapped in well, though. That'll make certain people happy. Yeah. So he has, he's heading to the UAE in Korea. So when I found that out, initially I was like, oh, he's heading to two different countries. These are for two different players. But then, good old Steve, I poured Mr. The Sensible, his, yeah. he pissed <laughs> on my parade, <laughs> dried myself down, took his, his thoughts at face value, and yeah, it is probably the same player because I think this means we are going to be signing this South Korean 22-year-old Hwang in Biom. Right. Play another name I've murdered. Right. Because he is Korean and he's currently in the UAE for the Asian Cup. Right. Is he, will he, how much will he cost? That I don't know, but he has been, he's been highly rated and there was Bundesliga clubs interested right. in him. So he's not going to be going for cheap, cheap, but I don't think it's going to be like a big, there, big. And he's a, is it right back? No, midfielder. Oh, right, right-sided midfielder. Yeah. 22-year-old, so he'll w- probably be a young DP. One, right. one way the Whitecaps can save money on a transfer fee is if they promise to uh, share any sell-on fee with the Korean team. Um, basically saying, okay, well, you give us for him for this much, and then when we sell him to the German Bundesliga or wherever he goes next, you get to keep twenty five percent of that. Well, any team and they should could, be doing that, and they could and they could show that you know, look what we sold Alfonso Davies for. Uh, other German teams are good, so they can they well, can use well, that. That, that is actually, I it is a good marketing point that Whitecaps yeah. can use. It said, look, teams are going to be watching our guys now. We yeah. can have these guys in the shop window. It's a good one to tell agents and stuff as well. Yeah. Now, Huang. It's an interesting story about him. He he's played. He hasn't played at a high level in Korea in the K League. It's only at, in Division Two, with Daejeon Citizen. Now there are, there is a reason why that is the case. Yes, he's Be, not very good. No, no, no. <laughs> no it's it's essentially. And I asked a couple of people that I, that kind of follow Korean uh, football a little. What they said is he was with th- that team. He was with I, I can't remember the name of the team. They, they were in the first division. Now when they got relegated. The thing is, you don't automatically sell that player onto the first division, back to the first division. Also, he had military commitments. Yes. And that's why you don't sell him. He has to do military service. But they recently won the gold medal. Yeah. In and the that, 2018 Asian Games. Games. Yes. Yeah. And that allowed them to, the, uh, part of the Tottenham player, too. I can't remember. Yeah, his son. Name. son. Yeah. He, he did, so that whole team now doesn't have the military yeah. commitments. That's why he, he's now available to Halfway sell too. Halfway through his military service, yeah. he was discharged, yeah, which is a fantastic reward. Yeah. Because if you look on Wikipedia, he has the, the he's played for the military team, whatever they're called. Yeah. 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 I, crazy story. I mean, Army. if he does come here, it's going to be an interesting thing to, to talk to him about. But yep, Greg Anderson on his travels to the UAE and Korea. Will we come back with more than one player, though? That's that's the the big thing. Very little word, though, on any other signings. I, I genuinely don't think there's any need to panic right now. And they, well, again, that one's not a done deal. That's not a done deal. Yeah, okay. But he's he's not going to be going there on his holidays. No. <laughs> Unless he's a big fan of the Asian Cup. He could be. Maybe there's some, he, they might get other players from there, too. <laughs> Well, I, when I thought, oh, it might be a player that's in the UAE and Korea, I had a look at guys from the UAE that were either free agents or soon to be coming to an end of a deal. And there are a lot of Brazilians playing in the UAE just now. And we all know that Mar de Santos loves a Brazilian. Almost as much as me. Yeah, a lot of attacking midfielders um, playing in there. There's a lot of uh, strikers. Yeah, some of the top scorers are, are Brazilian. Yeah. And a lot of players called Leonardo. Seems to be a very common Brazilian name if you play in the UAE. 
It is concerning more than panic or worrying just now that we haven't made any additions, but in MDS we trust, we have to feel it's better not to just rush and panic by. We're maybe looking a little bit bearer than old Mother Hubbard's cupboard, but I think we have to give him until mid-February before we maybe start hitting. Yeah, yeah a well, bit that's of fair. The, the, the difference, the difference between uh, this and the last coaching change is that Robbo was here for two years as an assistant, and he knew exactly how the club operated, what they yeah. did, what they didn't do, and how how he could bring players in and not bring players in. So yeah, this is this is different. I, I I'm not like I, I'm not. Yeah, I I don't I don't uh I don't totally sympathize with the people who are freaking out that you know n- the not enough players have been brought in, but like you, I would say it's at least there's a mild concern. I know there was a, I think there's yeah. a province article saying yes. everyone just calm down yeah. or whatever, but yeah, in four or five weeks there should be more than one yeah. <laughs> more than one significant signing made if we do get the Korean guy as well there's folk going to see that he's played in the second tier and they're going to be poo-pooing that and oh, thinking it's not a high signing definitely yeah. will. but I, rem- I had a lot of chats with Rob over the years and now he's not here I may as well share some of this he was offered so many players over in England that were in the lower leagues oh, some of them were non-league and he felt he couldn't take them because of what the perception would be of, oh, you're wasting how much money on a non-league player? Because he was offered one of yeah. the top scorers in the National League, the top non-league <laughs> in England. He was really interested in him, but the salaries over there, even for the non-league teams, are ridiculous. So he would have been a DP here. And I I get that. The perception of bringing a non-league player in as a DP would be like, oh, well, where's where's your ambition and everything like that? It does make it hard because the salaries here are really not the same as they are in the rest of the world. The the one thing, yeah, the one thing that'll be different with, with if this player, if the deal gets done for this player, is he's a f- f- in the national team. Yes, is he a start? I don't you can't remember if he's a starter. He's has he's started bad, games, he's but bad, I mean, yeah. he's, he's in the squad just now over at the, yeah. the Asian. So Cup. that would be different than the the non league DP. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, just round off this section on Whitecaps chat with. Looking at some Whitecaps New Year's resolution. So I, I put this out on Twitter just to, to get people to send in what you thought the Whitecaps should make for their New Year's resolutions or what some of the players, past or present, might want to have as their, their New Year's resolution. So I want to read a couple just to start with. El Canico said, Being realistic, I'd like MDS to have a resolution of building towards a competitive team. This year likely won't bring much success, but let's see the foundations being laid in this transfer window and July, and by this time next year, we can start talking trophies. Now, Carlos A. at Nobertos, he replied, What are you talking about? MDS has to bring success in his first year. Rennie and Robbo, when they started, got into the playoffs with a decent record. If MDS is barely scraping by, time to rethink his strategy or the owner's pockets. Elkanico replied to that, that would be great if we do make the playoffs this year, but considering how many players are being replaced and the time it will take to build chemistry between the new ones, the odds are we won't be hoisting any trophies this year, but hopefully next year's fingers crossed. Now, I see both sides of that, because yeah. you do want to be in the playoffs. We didn't make it this year, or 2018. We've never not made the playoffs two years running. 
so the pressure is on to do it. But this is a whole different MLS than when Rennie took over and when oh, Robbo took over. drastically. You've got a lot more competitive teams throughout the league and the Western Conference as well. A question to throw at you, and I know folks will say you're just being a bit facetious or whatever, but which team is more like an expansion club right now? FC Cincinnati or the Whitecaps? Uh, on the surface, it looks like the Whitecaps are yeah. the more of the expansion team, but a lot, of, lot of the expansion part of it is is not just on the pitch; it's off the pitch too. So um, while you know you you'll say that oh, there's a lot of turnover, but they've had a lot of turnover too, and they're they're while they've been able to spend money and and acquire top talent, especially on the defense, which I think makes them less of an expansion team because they spent money on the back end. Um, I think, and I think, they spent money in the USL to get some pieces that they've taken with them, yeah. such as Addy. Yeah, so but I the think Whitecaps did did that. Yeah, yeah. but not very effectively. Our twenty ten thing was. Do you mean in twenty ten or do you mean last season? <laughs> I'm in twenty ten. We 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 do right now look like an expansion team because we've got a core of players we've brought up, so to speak. From the 2018 team, I bet you, they, and we're looking to add our big players. I bet you they wish they had the million dollar gam that they had as an expansion team. Yeah, the, uh, well, they have enough gam, I think, because this is a Davies signing. Yeah, but that, and that's the thing. There are people around the league watching what they do with this with this money because you have it. You have like the Atlanta model. You have like Toronto. Okay, just go out and spend significant amounts of money on well-known players who are going to contribute. You have this Atlanta model where it's it's build a solid team, but they're, they've said, we're going to spend money on young and up-and-coming quality South American players and then sell them on for even more and not just reap the profits of that. We're going to reinvest it again. And so it's going to be interesting to see, one, how Atlanta actually does that because uh, you've seen it with, I think, Barco kind of shows a little bit that them pre-spending the money they were going to, so and he obviously has taken time to get settled in and whatever. But uh, the the white uh, people are watching the Whitecaps, like people oh, around yeah. the league. The league we know the we know the, the MLS office is watching them, but people around the league are talking about this. What are the Whitecaps going to do? Are they just going to you know pay off certain things over over time, like academy, like whatever? Even though they said they it's all going into the football. What are we going to be able to see? And the sad thing is, this is my this is my and this might I might be wrong. But my 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 re- not my resolution, but my prediction for 2019 is the first use of the Alfonso Davies money will be to buy out Efren Juarez. So the first first amount of the Alfonso Davies money will be a half to a, three quarters of a million dollars going to Efren Juarez. And a few folk have wondered why that hasn't happened yet. You want to try and find somewhere from Milan first without wasting that money. Right. A couple of other resolutions just to wrap this part up. Caleb Wilkins says, the biggest resolution I'd like to see is a clear plan for implementing academy players in the first team. Joe Nutson has four. One. He's one away from a flash five. Can we please <laughs> sign some people? Two. Field a team with a fence-first philosophy. I think that's Three. Yeah. Quality number ten. And four. After how the last few years have gone, having an improved team on the upswing is essential after how things have gone. Let's get our done team. Conrad Bugalink? Conrad, this is the guy Kunrad, who gave you the... Oh, I, I know who he is. He's, my, he's my, my Dutch treat supplier. He says, for the Caps to communicate the excitement of the new season well, 
When local media has to remind Caps fans to be patient, as you referred to with that province article, it's clear that the Caps front office is not doing enough to keep the fans engaged. Instead, we just get to read about all the action other teams are making. Leak something. Be fun. Well, we've kind of mentioned we might be getting this Korean guy. We'll just finish on a a tweet from Murray Lynn, who's sent us this tonight, saying, Do the Whitecaps still exist as an MLS team? Or will Reyna be the top scorer in the Vancouver Island League this season? Vince Greco's going to be excited if he gets to have Reyna for Nanaimo United or Couchin. Anyway, we'll be back with some more chat after this. Hi, I'm Alfonso Davies, and you're listening to the AFTN Soccer Show. He finally turned the mic on there. That was nice. He was just getting, he was getting so excited about Paddington 2. That oh, was a great movie, <laughs> of, of man. all the films. I, was, I, I love that movie, I man. just watched it. I've had it on the PVR for a while, and I love Paddington 1. Yeah. Oh, I, well, I like the Paddington two, animated thing in the 70s. Two, I think 2 was better than 1. Oh, the sequel that's yeah. better than the first. Yeah. It, would, it was a I watched it in the theaters movie. when it came out. It was like, I we because kids like it, so we thought I'd take him. I, I loved it. Oh, it was great. <laughs> So much so that we've just ordered the box set of the 1970s stop motion thing that I used to watch as a kid yeah. of Paddington. Oh. This is how much, like, you, it actually woke me up a little bit there. I was, like, a little bit drowsy the last segment, and now I'm, like, wide awake. Oh. He was well, very fiery in that break. Yeah. <laughs> Th- this is going to be the last part. We're doing a shorter show tonight because there isn't tons to talk you about. You can't say that because then it won't. Well, I've only got three parts, yeah, schedule, the, so there's not the really much part, more yeah. to talk about. So this is going to be the last part of the I have an hour-long AFD trivia. soccer show. A oh, hour-long trivia. Well, we can play the, the sushi game you've, you've brought along. <laughs> We're going to kick this part off with my favourite part of the show, Wavelength. Now, this is a special year for the Whitecaps. It's the 40th anniversary of winning the biggest thing that the Whitecaps have won in their history, the 1979 NASL Soccer Bowl. Going to be a whole year of festivities, I'm sure. So this song is about football violence? Yes. <laughs> Hopefully they bring Willie Johnson over and we can get him on the show live. Yeah. Because when I spoke to him when he was last over, the swearing that he did in the interview was fantastic. Yeah, I think it might be past his bedtime at 11 o'clock. I'll give him a few drinks. Okay. Perk him up. Won't give him what he took in the World Cup to got him sent home now. <laughs> but we've, we've, we've reappropriated a lot of stuff in this show over the years. The Whitecaps reappropriated the Chelsea song Blue is the Colour with White is the Colour. Mm-hmm. And everyone knows it as that. So I thought... Sorry, no, what do you mean everyone knows it as that? Here. Oh, okay. No. Yeah, not, yeah. It's not folk walking about Cockney line going, God, blimey, listen at that. <laughs> Chelsea's blowing that Whitecaps song. I may have watched some Dick Van Dyke over Christmas <laughs> as well. So I thought, let's play another Chelsea song that the Whitecaps can maybe steal for this 40th anniversary. But this is a really good Chelsea song. It does feature some Chelsea players, but more importantly, it features Suggs and Madness. And I got was watching Madness bring in the new year in London at Big Ben with a fantastic greatest hit set. So this is 
Blue Day. Suggs, Madness and the Chelsea 1995 FA Cup final squad there. This was before Chelsea were winning things because we're mega rich. This is a day when Chelsea were starting to come back into things again. They were the plucky underdogs? Yes. 
Yeah, uh, Jeff Tinker, who's a big Chelsea fan, he was over at he's over on that side of it's over the pond, and he yeah, he was just at the he's at the he was at the cup game there with uh, not Nottingham Forest FA Cup game. Oh, and it's his dad's server team. So I messaged him during the game, like, "Is your dad with you? Are you at the game?" And he's like, "I'm at the game," but <laughs> my dad's he's it was he's a Northern scum's not allowed. <laughs> I have watched so much. FA Cup football this week, actually football in general this weekend. VMSL game on Friday night and Saturday afternoon. One FA Cup game on Friday, I think it was 12 or 14 I watched to various degrees, some in full, some fast forwarding on Saturday, and then six today. Because Caitlin was meant to be going to the island to visit her parents, or parents. And she didn't again? And she didn't again, and I was like, but... I'm watching all this football. It's just like, well, now I you don't have, mind. You can do it when I'm here. Well, so I did. Well, now you have something you can do with with her while you watch the football. Yep. So we'll have, we'll have some sashimi with her. Yeah. But you know, just it's a it's a quick game. It's, it, can, it can be very short. She likes it quick. Okay. But yeah, it was a busy time. Anyway, now it's time for Steve's favorite part of the show. BC Soccer Web Headlines. I just like the theme song. <laughs> Who doesn't? I just like Bill Curry. I like curry. There you go. Hmm. So I've got Steve in the show. He brings us great samosas. Anyway, I guess we should say it's time now for BC Soccer Web Headlines. Your one-stop site for local, national and international news, reviews, links, stories, everything you could possibly want on a website. Check out bcsoccerweb.com. And Steve has had so many things filling his eye sockets this week and other parts of his body. No, not that much. Um, are you talking about food? Um, so a couple of follow-ups. Um, Infantino, uh, basically, you know how the, he wants to get this 48-team uh, yes. thing. Well, he brought it up again. I know. At a conference in Dubai, he mentioned that he wants he's looking to share the tournament in order to expand it to 48 teams. He says the World Cup will take place in Fort, uh, Qatar with 32 teams for sure. Obviously, if we can increase it to 48 and make the world happy, we should try it. Of course, some of the world doesn't want it. Um, no, I, I like that make the world happy bit. It's like, what? The uh, problem is some of the countries that are uh, surrounding Qatar, Saudi Arabia, UAE, uh, Byron, uh, Egypt, they still enforcing a diplomatic and uh, trade that, boycott. Sorry, By- Byron or Bahrain? Bahrain. Okay, but- I thought Byron had been, It's pretty close <laughs> I said to, Bahrain. to Qatar. Um, and are enforcing a diplomatic trade boycott of Qatar, so that might be uh, a stumbling block there. Um, <laughs> Just a bit. Now, they, they're, they do have apparently an expert panel. Uh, at FIFA to set up, uh, the, oh, they've set up Stephen to deal Cole with the issue. Uh, they will have a final decision in mid-March, so we'll update that at that time. Who, yo, who's on it? Stephen Caldwell. He's always on the expert panels. Oh. KJ and Caldwell's launched a new podcast yeah. this week. You seem excited with that, yeah. What was it? Are you excited for it? or I'm happy for them. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like, they're nice people. <laughs> you you know, no, look no, on your face. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Simon I, I don't know Caldwell's too well, but I enjoy KJ. Okay, so next story. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, now, we, we talked about before uh, Man City was under European ban if they have found out the, due to football leaks that uh, they had uh, hiding funds or whatever through their financial fair play. Um, uh, the head of UEFA's independent club financial control body has confirmed publicly that they are under investigation uh, for misreporting income sources. And um, it is going to be t- t- taken care of. He said, if it is true, what 
has been written. There might be serious problem. This could lead to the heaviest punishment, which is an exclusion from the UEFA champ competitions. A couple of things they tried to do, and this was in 2015 mostly, they attempted to disguise 75.5 million euro as sponsorship dollars, and they tried to hide 50 million of euros of a salary. Okay, as well. so this is this from the footy leaks thing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So when I when I read this from you, Steve, uh, this hiding 50 million dollars of salary reminded me a little bit of your home country there of what happened with Rangers. Isn't this mm. what they partly with, they got in well, trouble for having two contracts? They had two contracts, right. one which paid tax and yeah. one which didn't pay tax. Okay. They yeah. got de- hiding they fifty got million dollars of salary. That's a lot. Yeah. They got demoted to the league below East Fife. That's how bad they were. I don't know how how many years this would be a ban from European, but I'm assuming they'll just probably do one. That's what my it would be great. It would be great. Bet you nothing happens from it. No, but it would be great. Oh, if oh, it, it would did. be fantastic. I would love one of these big teams to, to be have an example made of yeah, them. Yeah. And if it was Man City, even better, because Dwayne Rollins would be sad. <laughs> so would my cousin. And nephew. Um, so another... Dude, don't like him. Um, some, <laughs> um, some news out of uh, Italy. Uh, the leader of the Inter Milan Ultras was arrested uh, for a death of a fan in clashes. Now, uh, his name mm-hmm. is Marco Pivola. Uh He was the arrested fan. Uh, he's been charged with homicide. After a, a Napoli f- fan was struck by a vehicle outside the San Siro on December 26th, um, essentially uh, these were Napoli fans that tried to sneak in uh, past police, and then uh, the Inter Milan f- ultras found out, and they had a pre-planned um, assault, you know, basically ready to go, and they they they're, they're the ones that instigated too. So they basically uh, they've arrested the leader. Of the ultras, um, as a, a maybe an example, because they can't pin it on one particular person. I don't know how well that's going to go for them. Um, that's just sad that someone someone died. But football violence continues in Europe. And February on AFTN. Yeah. Um, uh, you're talking about the FA Cup. I, I know I don't have this listed here, but there was a lot of. Uh, I'm <clears throat> going to say co- there was controversy of VAR issues. Yes, but it wasn't really. The headline made it look like a controversial thing, but when they explained, the Man U game, there was a number of them. Mm-hmm. There was a full four, but the thing is, every time they explained it, it was the proper call. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, they were always concerned about them not knowing what's going on. The biggest problem was not every FA Cup game had VAR, and no, nine of them did. And then there was a, the Chelsea one didn't. And Murata was asking for VAR, even though at that game there wasn't no, there's no VAR. So uh, that was so one game that didn't. To Zinker, who's at that game, he, apparently Murata scored both the goals for them, and he's and he just said it's crazy that a player can score both goals and still look terrible. In the in the Fulham Oldham game, that was actually that was a fantastic game. If you get a chance to see the highlights, of that it was tremendous, and there's a, a cup shock as well. A player got booked for gesturing to do VAR. <laughs> That's one of the first ones I've actually seen the guy doing that. And the commentator's be. like, he should be booked for that. He should be booked for that. And it's like, okay, he's only done a little TV sign. It calmed down a bit because it was never a penalty. And they reviewed it on VAR and they still gave it. And even the commentator's like, there was no contact. Hmm. So VAR's not always great. But then Fulham brought a guy on because they dressed a lot of players. They brought a guy on just to take the penalty and he missed. Oh. It was saved. And then Oldham went up the pitch and scored the winner. Fantastic game. So and they brought a substitute on to take that. Yes, does not seem teams. wise. No. I know first kick, yeah. not warmed up. Yeah. And you either going to go through to the next round or, as this turns out, got saved and they got knocked out. 
But I want to say a big well done to my AFC Wimbledon. They beat, they won, they yeah. They beat Fleetwood in the fourth round for the first time in their history. I think the first time. Maybe the second time. Definitely one of those two times. And I'll edit that out once I check that on the thing. <laughs> and a big well done as well to Newport County. Goldie looking chain will be drunk to hell tonight. Or yesterday. Knocked oh, out they won Leicester today. City. They today. won today? Yep. Or? Big cup shock. Beat the Foxes. Not been a good season for Leicester. Some other MLS news that we didn't talk about: um, the Miami and the new Miami Football Club um, has hired their already hired their first technical director. Could you, yeah. could you call them by their full name? Uh, Club Internacional de Futebol, Miami. Um, and so they hired Kurt Schmid. Uh, he was formerly a scout for Seattle and LA Galaxy. It's Ziggy son. Yeah, and he'll be um, the technical director as the team prepares for 2020. Nice that they have one and the Whitecaps still are looking for their first technical director. Yes, although I do believe Martin Santos is very keen to, to get a technical director in place. Have you applied? I haven't. Yeah. I do believe he's getting a bit of pushback, though. So we'll see if he ever gets one. Wait, what? Are you saying the coach of the Whitecaps is getting pushback? Hard to believe, from I those know. higher up. Yeah. That does not sound right. But obviously, MDS will get his way. Um, somebody who didn't get their way during the Christmas break, uh, Wayne <laughs> Rooney. Wayne Rooney uh, was arrested at Dulles International Airport mm. in Washington for either drunkenness or swearing or both. Mm. Wait. You, the, the, nothing you can was get good. arrested for swearing. Yeah. yeah, apparently when you're swearing at well, the, the a, a scouser got drunk and swore. <laughs> yeah, and uh, uh, well, he it was at what, Wayne the... Rooney got drunk. <laughs> yeah, was there any granny involved? No, there wasn't. Oh. Um, no, but uh, uh, obviously, uh, oh, I can't wait uh, for it to come this year. I'll be yeah. in with you guys shouting, <laughs> "You're just a fat granny shagger, fat granny shagger." Is that what they used to yell at him? Yeah. Oh. It's there's a you know the story History, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, in uh, in your songbook Southsiders Alfonso Davies with the new season uh, is officially stepped onto the pitch with Bayern Munich yes. as a player official in training Bayern. and yeah, one training. of his teammates Ribery got fined today yeah <laughs> well, what did he get fined for today oh, eating it was, steak oh yeah no the well, gold plated yeah. Yeah, 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 his, yeah, his, his yeah, reaction his reaction to the reaction it was a big tirade he used a lot of MFers yeah. Um, He'll fit in good in the show when he comes to MLS. Yeah. Um, but he's uh, Alfonso Davies has they they've kind of it's weird they're they're saying they're they're building him up, but then they're also saying okay, take it easy yes. on him. We're gonna oh, it's like the white cap and, well. and, and, and it's the, and it's the actual Bayern Munich uh, front office or coaches that are doing this. Yeah. Um, they, the one thing they mentioned, to put pressure on the young guy. One thing they mentioned was that you know he just needs to learn if he learns German and he's able to pick it up. Um, you know he should have no problem. Did you, but did I think if Wayne Rooney can pick up English, then Alfonso yeah, Davies should be able to pick up German. I think so as well. I, I, I've said before I know a little German, Hans. I should put him in touch with with Fonzie. When did you here. did you see um, Tyler Adams? Press conference at Dead Bull? Oh no! Do you, you guys have seen this? Le- Leipzig at Dead Bull, yeah. yeah. He <laughs> he's like in his introductory press conference and like I don't I wasn't the coach because it wasn't Ralph Reinick. it was someone else from Dead Bull and they're like yeah just the one thing he needs to do is he needs to learn German. He's like yeah I know my German's coming along whatever. He's like the best way you can learn German is by getting a girlfriend. <laughs> Tyler Adams like I, I have a girlfriend. He's like oh I didn't know. He's like yeah she's German. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> It's so oh, funny. check out um, oh, Ma- Manu, Manu Veth. Manu Veth tweeted it out. We have to play that on next week's yeah, show. It's pretty funny. Uh, last bit of news, and this is really local news. Um, uh, top spot soccer bodies are merging. 
Um, not the bodies. Um, everything. Oh. Um, organization, organizations. Um, uh, well, it's the, Christmas parties. A lot of stuff. Happens. Yeah, merge. Yeah. Uh, BC Soccer Premier League will be moving under the leadership of BC Soccer. Now, this is. Uh, they said basically the leaders of both groups say create more opportunities for players looking to go to college or CPL. Um, the merger of the two will also ensure common standards for development of players, coaches, and refs to fit with Canada's soccer's objectives as well. Now, the big thing is, is I know that we talked before about League One in Ontario yeah. being a big thing. Now, I know this is for younger kids yes, at this point. Yes, under-18s. Yeah, but can this be expanded to older and everything like that? I if hope you, so. I still, I mean... Even League One in Ontario the, is for younger kids too. A lot like, of this stuff with League One, though, is down to the VMSL, yeah. Fraser Valley, and Vancouver Island teams. Yeah. If they can get the ducks in a row and put kind of... Like the VMSL in local soccer is by far the biggest amateur league. They don't really want to to travel to the island. Why would they? They can get good competition locally. So it's stuff like that that is preventing a, a League One style league here. But if everyone can kind of put those things aside, which I don't think is going to happen for a while, we could get a League One here. And I do feel we need it. And that would be an ideal thing for like the Whitecaps development team to be in, for example. Yeah, I think the long-term plan for Canadian football is is for that Div 3 level to be regional at, at, the, at the level yeah. it's at. So League One Ontario, the, the Quebec League, uh, and then for CPL 1, CPL 2, or whatever language is going to be used around that. And so, yeah, hopefully in the long run this will work out. Obviously we know it didn't when they tried to do it earlier, but yeah, hopefully in the long run it'll happen. Oh, sorry, sooner rather well, yeah. than later. Because there, there's a lot of good players playing locally, and we're going to see a few of them in the CPL. Reno's Tigers, who's a team that we've covered a lot at AFTN, three of their guys are going to the Pacific FC training camp. I won't name who they are, because it's maybe not, not fair to the, the guys, but it's three guys, regulars with Reno's Tigers. They've been invited to the training camp. They've been to the trials. They've impressed. So they've been invited back. One of them's Japanese, which, if anyone knows Reno's Tigers, will narrow down who yeah, no, one Japanese player is. But yeah, I'll give you. I'll break some. The other was five CPL foot seven. News. <laughs> As blue eyes, <laughs> plays plays left back. <laughs> <laughs> the other one is a forward. Actually, the other one is Ellie Gindo, who I'm a big well, fan of. You're just gonna have to edit this out. <laughs> He's a forward. Uh, turn centre back, and he's been a beast for Rena's Tigers this year. He's gonna if that's like Kendall Lawson. Hmm, if Pacific FC take him on, it'd be a really good signing. And he made that switch with a view to to going to play in the CPL. We do have some CPL news that we can reveal, although maybe I just yeah you revealed yeah. already the other uh, one that okay. you couldn't. Yeah, we'll edit that then. Yeah, we do have some CPL news that we can reveal. Pacific FC are going to be having a big addition. It might even be announced this week, I'm not sure. But Marcus Haber is coming back to BC and is going to be playing in the purple and aquamarine. So two for two for former Whitecaps. Haber was released this week from his contract. He'd been playing with Falkirk on loan from Dundee. So Dundee terminated his contract and Falkirk didn't want him. It was a mutual termination. It was mutual termination. But the fans, I've got to say in Scotland, were very pleased. If you read the the brutal comments on Twitter when it was announced, they were so glad to see the back of him. Not the most popular player there. 
Zach and me's had this discussion before about him. I was never a big fan of Haber in the old USL days. I thought for a big, big guy, he was awful in the air. He was maybe not bad on, <clears throat> on the feet, but I want my big strikers to be good in the air as well. And I just didn't feel he had it. But fair play to him. He went over to the UK. He spent and he, a lot of years there. Yeah, he carved out a career over there. He, uh, Yeah, I don't think he's the aerial threat you might want from someone that size, but I don't think he's like a non-threat in the air. The one thing that's impressed me over the years, uh, so one of the things that he's grown in in his game over the year is his hold-up play because he used to always want to um, turn and use his pace, maybe you know in his younger days. like Thinking, thinking that goal against Montreal, and I think it was in the playoffs, do you remember that, Michael, at Swangard? Yes. Yeah. So he always kind of, wa- I always felt like he wanted to make moves like that, like turning his pace. I felt this hold of play, uh, you know, watching for Canada and whatever over the years. Yeah, has, 27 has, senior caps. Yeah, has really, really improved. Um, the, the thing for me, I'm really surprised at this because he, I think we've talked about him in the past on the show, and he, he's the kind of person who I think really enjoyed um, being a... Uh, being a footballer in footballing nations. Yeah. But he he bounced around. He was with no, West Brom, but, then Exeter, then St. Johnston, then Stevenage, then Notts County, then Crew, then yeah. Dundee, then Falkirk. But all of those places, being a footballer, means something. Oh, yeah. Especially Dundee and Falkirk. You go to the clubs as a footballer on a Saturday night. Okay, that's not what I was saying, but I hear what you're. Oh. But I hear what you're saying. Um, I, I think like you're talking about like the mean comments about like him leaving that latest club, but the pre- there were some clubs that he was a big fan favorite of. Didn't he do well at Stevenage? He, yeah. yeah, and St Johnston, he had a patchy time there, but he, he had some good times there. He's only 29. Yeah, he's not old, so it's a good addition for Pacific. Yeah, and he, to me, based on where things are at now, if you look at the, the few signings that there are across the league. He could do damage in this league. Oh yeah, yeah, and 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 he could create, help create in this league. I personally think the Western uh, teams are much stronger than the Definitely. Eastern teams. I thought the I thought the Eastern teams are so, were so biased. Yeah. Sure. No, but I th- no. the thing is with the cavalry in Pacific right now to me look too strong. The thing teams. is, I I know. Pac- you, oh, I forgot they're drafted players. Pacific. Yeah, Zach Verhoeven, Tommy. No, Gardner. no, no, no. I was oh, when I said they're two for two for Whitecaps. Aside from their oh. draft. No, but I think I think like the Eastern things, I, the Eastern teams. I think we don't know about those players, maybe because yeah, they're Ontario. Yeah, names I've yeah. never heard of. So maybe we're, we're probably a little bit uninformed. True, because somebody sitting in Halifax or Hamilton is probably like, "Who's Zach Verhoeven?" Yeah, exactly. So all yeah, all three of the draft picks are they all Whitecaps connected? Tommy yes. is Zach Verhoeven. Okay, so five for five then. Mm-hmm. Okay, which five. is good. I'm looking forward to taking in a few Pacific games. Hopefully that schedule will come out soon as well. Okay, but here's the Go thing. Got to fit the PDL one in there as well. The, the league doesn't start till probably the third week of April. It's probably around like an Easter. Oh yeah, I'm not like, expecting that to be out to February. Yeah, see, and on top of that, that needs to come out after the MLS schedule. Definitely. Yeah. But anyway, that was it. We'll have a lot more CPL chat over the year. That is it for this week's show. Just before we go, anything you want to say or add or? It's twelve twenty nine. Yeah. Wow. We've finished when I wanted to finish. Ninety minutes. Mm-hmm. Solid. I can go the full 90. Gaffer, we, put we, me on. Don't put me off at halftime. Kept it tight this but you week. can if you want. Just before we go, let everyone know where they can find you online. You can find me on Twitter at WhitecapsBeat. For me, it's at Zachary AM, and I'm a part of the Movement Curva Collective. I'm Michael McCall. You can find me on Flossing Websites. Follow me on Twitter at AFTN Canada. Facebook, AFTN Canada. Instagram, AFTN Soccer. And of course, away from the numbers, AFTN.ca. 
Thank you for listening to our nonsense once again. Still in the airwaves in 2019, the only soccer show on Vancouver Radio. And until next week, thanks for listening. Take care. And more the caps. Make some signings. Going to your first match is an experience you never forget. The atmosphere of what's going on around the pitch looks beautiful and you always look and go, wow, I'd love to play here one day. If you get the bug, it's going to stay with you for life. <laughs>